Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And with us today is Bagsby. That's right, we flew him all the way in from South Atlanta just for your listening pleasure. Or as I like to call it, Hotlanta. Yeah, which is actually what everybody calls it. That's everyone there calls it that. Yeah, yeah, I know because that's where I'm from. <laughs> yes. Um, so, little known fact: Bagsby used to be my old podcast partner before a series of legal uh, troubles forced him to flee the state. Uh, but you're back now. I am back. I'm through the legal troubles, and <laughs> things are looking pretty good for me. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, we decided <laughs> to have you on the show, and we. I am excited. So we got a three-man panel for this worst bosses. Um, yeah. So uh, who we got today, guys? Well, I know that we have Gaston, which I'm particularly excited about. It was Bagsby who suggested Gaston. I am passionate about Gaston. <laughs> yeah. In many ways. <laughs> uh, I, too, am passionate about Gaston. I think he is a much maligned character who deserves more credit. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, that's exactly what I believe. Uh, He's the only rational one in the entire series. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. We could talk about that later, though. <laughs> Who else do we have? Iron Man, Peter Pan, and Robin Hood. Robin. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Uh, so we got quite the crop today. Wait, is this Men in Tights Robin Hood or Disney Robin Hood? Ooh, you know, we could take it a lot. Well, I think the Men in Tights one was meant to be a buffoon. That's. I think anything canonical is is fine. Any any one of the even even Russell Crowe Robin Hood, I'll allow. <laughs> Does that count so Disney Robin Hood then? He's Absolutely. In, shooting an apple off somebody's head. I like it. But first, what do you say we guys we get into a thought of the week. Papa Strip poker on the Enterprise. Who you got? <laughs> they only have one. But contractually, he had a band. Wesley Crusher would make a terrible Dread Pirate Roberts. I feel like you're doubting my ability to seduce an ape princess. I'm not doubting. I'm, I'm a little doubting. It's the Rick and Daff's Thought of the Week. So this was really Bagsby's suggestion. He brought it up off the cuff, and I think it's a wonderful Thought of the Week. We were just talking about how certain presidents are the most memeable. <laughs> but who is the least memeable president? Because <laughs> they can't, they have to be really innocuous. I, it's tough, because you couldn't go, not Washington, not Jefferson. No. N- not Harrison, who died in 30 days. Not Lincoln. Who, it has to be an innocuous president. Mm-hmm. I, my vote is still Woodrow Wilson. Why? Silent? Wait, who? Wait, he was the World War One guy, right? Yeah, but no one knows anything about him. That's the whole point. Is like you, I know, know that he name. had a stroke and his wife pretended he was still alive for a really long time. Then you probably know more than like 90% of people about Woodrow Wilson. Wasn't he the one Bill Murray played and got that weird hand job from his cousin? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it was in the movie. It was very unsettling. Uh... What movie is this? It's uh, The Dinner or something like that. Never. I'm, I, I'm not making this up. It was very <laughs> uncomfortable to sit through. I'm uncomfortable now. Yeah. I mean, it was almost uh, noble can, can you do sex some... act, but it was very <laughs> Can you do some half-assed internet research over I, there? I will. Out Bagsby and I continue to talk. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, if that's true, that's highly memeable. That's I didn't. I wasn't aware of this. So, How about yeah. Rutheridge B. Alexander? Uh, well, I know nothing about him. Well, he's not a president, so that's oh, probably. Why. That's, but it yeah. sounded like a presidential name. It did. I you tricked me. There are some 
Uh, there's a Seinfeld joke about how uh, all presidents have terrible names. That's true. Like Fillmore. There's a president named Fillmore. I mean, they'll have really Richard American Milhouse too, Nixon. <laughs> That's a terrible name. It's also like three first names. Nixon's a little. I mean, I guess Nixon, yeah, but. You could Nick. name somebody Nixon. Yeah. I actually think it's kind of a cool name, except for then you'd just be associated with Nixon. Do you have any results over there, Dad? Uh, I do. I was off by a number of presidents. He played, <laughs> he, he played FDR. Oh, gosh. So, and so that cousin was his wife, a.k.a. Eleanor Roosevelt? <laughs> yeah. Well, the most noble of first ladies, I think we can agree. I, yeah, but they were cousins. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you were way, way off. Very different president. I was off. Uh, yeah, I think it'd have to be one of those presidents who just served out his term in ignominy and then left. I'm going to go Coolidge. <laughs> yeah. What about Garfield? His name is funny to me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you said Garfield to 100 people, one of them might say, the president? So you're saying he's the least memeable for that reason? Yeah, he's like... He's, but I can think of a meme right now. not famous. President, uh, and then you could just be eclipsed by Cartoon Cat. Yeah. It's not a funny meme, but it's meme. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. So shall we get into our first contender? Using the patented mist scale. Daphs, would you like to explain to the people... The scale. Sure. On the mist scale, we have four categories. Those stand for misery, uh, inconsistency, status, and danger. Now, status is inverted because yeah. if you have large status, everyone, oh, you're a, a neurosurgeon who only works on orphan kittens, uh, that's not really going to give you a bad job. Mm -hmm. So it's flipped. The more status you have, the worse it is for you, the less status you have, the worse job it is, which is better for you. Yeah. And we each score out of five. Mm -hmm. But because Bagsby's here, we will share a score. <laughs> That's fair. So we will have to come to consensus. Or We're... we can just not come to consensus and each get two and a half. <laughs> Uh, that's also fair because we're going to disagree on everything. So. That's probably true. Oh, you bet, Rick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that's what I, this is why I brought him in, because we need a ratings boost. Because you're just not disagreeable enough over there. Daphs just wants everybody to get along. I'm too amiable. Oh, it's very annoying. Anyways, so first up, Gaston. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Misery. So you're his lackey in this situation, right? Well, I mean, you're, you're yeah, you're either uh, his lackey or you're one of his tough men buddies who hangs around with him. His bros. Yeah. Yeah. The bronado that follows behind him. Yeah. Um, what's his lackey's name again? Again. Oh. Lafou. Lafou. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in case there's not, is there somebody out there who doesn't know who Gaston is? Gaston is from Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. um, he is the love interest of Belle. Or I should say he's interested in Belle. She's very uninterested in him. Which is very sad because he has a, he's a very uh, highly respected man of the community. <laughs> Military hero. Uh, seems to be a wealthy, noble type character. Great hunter. Great oh, hunter. Yeah. Very yeah. confident. <laughs> Great voice. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. Quite strong. Incredible chin. And neck. 
<laughs> he breaks a belt with the neck, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No one's neck is incredibly thick as Gaston's. Yeah. I know a lot about him just from that song. <laughs> you would lose consciousness long before a leather belt would break. Not oh, Gaston. Yeah. Not Gaston, though. <laughs> Someone, I think somewhere on Reddit, they did a, a, a quick numbers game of figuring out how many chickens this tiny little village would have to have for him to be able to eat three dozen eggs every single morning. It's an enormous amount of well, chickens. Way more than it can sustain <laughs> the population. That's though that that was before. Doesn't he eat like five dozen eggs now? Because he's now he's, he's, now he's yeah. full grown. Five dozen eggs. You need like three hundred chickens. That could happen. For Maybe. one for one guy. For a town that has like what? Sixty homes? No way. You don't know what his estates are like. Maybe he's the like um chicken baron well i'm just saying maybe he's the lord of the land and he's just coming into town you know to like see his subjects kind of like well, to um, try to pick up bell that's that's why he's coming into town yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so anyways <laughs> yeah. long story short he's in that disney movie <clears throat> and the emma watson remake which actually wasn't bad oh it's delightful yeah. it was delightful it was d wait for it lightful Emma Delightful. Watson's a vision in any one of her, <laughs> any one of her roles. I disagree. <laughs> Only wrong. <laughs> That's why we have Bagsby here. Oh. Bagsby break the tie. Just about Emma Watson. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, I thought her role in Beauty and the Beast was one of her worst roles, but I do think she does pretty well in pretty much everything she does. See, I was going to go the opposite. It yeah. was, that was one of her better mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. I... Well, this is awkward. Because <laughs> now well, we all disagree. <laughs> Let's take this outside. It's got 50% worse. (laughs) I love it. I love the disagreement. (laughs) Okay, so Gaston, misery. So if you're a Lafoe... I think he wanted to be there. He did seem to be very taken in. I wonder if he was gaslighting him. Oh, 100%. Just because you want to be there does not mean it's a successful relationship. He's getting hit with things constantly. He's getting berated emotionally, physically. Well, there's no possible way it's as bad as uh, Corella Deville, though. No, no. Or Cersei Lannister. No. Is it a Ron Burgundy type situation? Yeah. Except for it's you're closer. not being sexually harassed it's a, it's by him. It's a similar flavor. So, because you're not a, a woman. If well, you were a woman, you'd be sexually harassed. Lafoe would love to be sexually harassed. By well, Gaston, I'm that just, was the problem. Just because he he's attracted to him does not mean he would want to be sexually harassed. Unrequited love, right? <laughs> the worst. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it, it it does it borders very much on this Stockholm like syndrome. He, uh, kind of thing where he's being mistreated, but he like craves the attention. Is it that, or is it Lafoe actually secretly a genius? And he's like, this crap town. There's nobody of value in it except for this guy who's rich. He's the only person I can hitch my wagon to that I might actually get out of this stink town. <laughs> my question is, how many of the other people in the town would want to be in his position too? Like, Ooh. would have given up their jobs to be yeah. in that position? He probably is somewhat miserable. But I think this is the best thing that he's got going for him. He he doesn't really have many marketable skills. Although he is the only Frenchman that actually speaks French. I and loved has, that. And has like a realistic French name. Yeah. He'd speak French and be like, what? And he'd have to say it in English. And I was like, this is the weirdest town ever. So he, he, he's, he's bilingual at the very least. Maybe it's on the border of Italy. It, it could be, I guess. Belgium, who knows? <laughs> 
That's a geography lesson for you folks at home. Good thing you got a map right there. You can yeah. look up at it. Hey, don't give away my secrets. <laughs> you always count Belgium out. <laughs> no, everybody does. <laughs> Most notably the Germans. So, anyway. so, so misery. Um, I don't think I could give them a very high score. I mean, I could give them a two and a half or a three. Maybe. Maybe a three. Things is you could walk away at any time. Not not all misery situations are like that. Looking at you, uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Slavery. Yeah. Way worse working for Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's a five. So yeah, you, you'll want to avoid that one no, on this yeah. on this particular scale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what are your thoughts? I, I'd give it like because I got two point like two and a half. You have two and a half. I'm gonna give it one then. Like I'm gonna give it like a halfway. They're a little less than halfway because I think, like I said, I think that. Anyone really in that situation, you're not going to get much better. Than that it's not good, but it's probably the best you can get. So, yeah, I, I think I could only give them a one as well. Like if I was going to score it, I might say a two. Mm-hmm. So I feel like between the two of us to agree on a two, I could do that. <laughs> hey, we we finally we agreed. There we go. We got one agreement. <laughs> that that's the one out of the way. Daffs? Yeah. I'm, Your score. I'm going to go with the two. You're going to go with the two as well. Yeah. So, for Misery, Gaston scores a total of four points. He's off to a poor start. He is. Which, I must say, I'm not surprised by because I've secretly thought that he was one of the few characters that made any sense on the show. Don't, don't get me started <laughs> on Gaston. He was borderline a hero. Was he a nice guy? No. Uh, just in much the same way that Shere Khan, I think, was the hero of Jungle Book. He's like, hey, this outsider's coming in here. Like, we don't know anything about him. He, he And he's like, he's going to bring nothing but trouble. He was prophetically right when Mowgli burns down the forest. <laughs> how many, Nobody how many creatures listened to died him. in that forest Probably fire. tons. Yeah. It's all Mowgli's fault. So, it's so <laughs> nobody, and somehow he's vilified. Yeah. Poor Idris Elba. <laughs> Nobody listened to him. Anyways, uh, next up, inconsistency. Daphs, your thoughts? Uh, Gaston is relatively consistent. He always wants Bell. He'll do whatever he needs to to get his one thing he desires. Yeah, including threatening her father yes. and leaving her for dad. <laughs> oh, and putting his father, her father in a sanatorium. Yeah, just saying that he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Although, let's be honest, that guy sounded super crazy. He did sound crazy. There's a monster in a castle. He has my daughter. Well, and in the Disney Disney movie, he's also slightly less, like, in the the remake, he actually, like, leaves him in the forest to die. That's pretty horrible. In the original (laughs) Disney movie, he just locks him him in a cellar or something like that. He just, yeah, 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 just has him, like, sent away. Locks him in a cellar later, whatever, but... So I mean it's it's significantly worse in the in the remake, but <laughs> they really vilify him really bad. Yeah, like in that kind of creepy like there's there, there's like that Disney thing where it's like it's a fun cartoon, but then there was like lots of really dark stuff in it. Like uh, uh, Little Mermaid is very similar in that way, and I think they were both made around the same time, where the image like the cartoon like devilish characters are really creepy. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's that inconsistent either. Um, he wants Belle. And he wants to kill that monster. <laughs> I do think, though, he he has kind of a temper. 
Like, mm. so you, you're not sure, that's you're never sure true. when he's going to snap. Yeah, he you. might just haul off and, like, punch you. Yeah, oh. I think that's, that probably happens <laughs> on a lot. weekly basis, yeah. Yeah. If he's in a bad mood, he might punch you. If he's in a good mood, he might punch you. Yeah. Yeah, he might, like, slap you on the shoulder, but because he's, like, way bigger than you, you just roll down the street like a bowling ball. Yeah. Killing the, one of the many thousands of chickens that must be <laughs> roaming the streets so we can eat five days of eggs. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> A day. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty confident giving him a 1.5. Ooh, I think that's kind of low. Really? Yeah, I mean, if he's, if he's just randomly punching you... Like, I don't know what... None of these other characters am I in, like... Well, not none of them, but few, fewer of them. I'm in horrible, like, physical danger. Willy da- Wonka got a four. Is different. Danger like, is different. Ah, that's true. Okay, you're right. I We've talked about this many times. It's very easy to conflate all of these different categories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's easy to bring the situation in to affect the boss rather than the boss. Well, then is he inconsistent at all? He's randomly violent. He's randomly violent is his big his big selling point. But if you expect to get hit once a week at least, <laughs> it's not that inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's one of those things where if you go to work that day, do you know what your day's going to look like? With Gaston, you really don't know what your day's going to look like. That's true. It'll probably be Yeah, that's true. He might be like, "Let's go hunting. I'm going to eat 5 dozen eggs. Let's talk to Belle." Let's, you stay away from me. <laughs> Let's drink in a tavern. Let's have a sing-along. <laughs> Let's put this belt around my neck. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how many belts I can break with my neck in an hour. This is a totally different film. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I agree. I think he gets a pretty low score, though, for inconsistency. So it, you give 1.5. You give... I, I'd give just a 1 again. I'm one? keeping it pretty low. Yeah, see, I, I think, think it's I, higher. I think I'd give it 2. I give, two. I give 2. Okay. Yeah. So that's... Three and a 1.5. Mm-hmm. 4.5. 4.5. <laughs> three math, like once it's th- three things of math, that's too hard for me. Don't worry, folks. We only do this for a living with medications. Uh, <laughs> that's horrifying. Uh, he's doing very poorly. He is. Guest on. Status. That's, mm. It's a crappy small town. And you're not necessarily looked at very well everyone looks down on Lafoe. yeah even people who hang out with gaston look down on Lafoe. is like he's like the loser but he's still somehow what the best friend of gaston which is confusing to me but did they look down on him because he's working for gaston or just because he actually is a loser, a loser. Yeah. yeah they he's all like the look smallest, up to gaston yeah the smallest weakest guy in town basically yeah yeah hmm i can't give him a very good score or conversely, a bad score, I guess it would be. I mm-hmm. could only give him like a one. Uh, actually, I'd go two. I'd change my mind. I'll go two. Because I feel like... No, nah, because I only have two and a half, so I'll give a one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd give a one and a half, I think. I'd go a little higher than that. Okay, yeah. so two and a half from us. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're still a loser. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not like... You're not... Like a puppy murderer, like cruel. No, yeah. no, like no. Horace and that's that, that, that was a what a five we gave. Oh yeah, we gave a full ten for that. Yeah, yeah. If we so... didn't, then we were just very, very. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... we have certain levels like that have like set the bar, and somebody's gonna have to come across <laughs> to break those. Cruel puppy murderer is your profession. 
I don't know if that's, that's ever pretty bad. Get topped. Cersei Lannister, or wait, no, Willy Wonka for for misery. Uh, yeah, Slaver <laughs> is our next, our next one, the highest one for what category? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go two. So you went one and a half. Yeah. So we have two and a half and two. So another four and a half. He is scoring very poorly. I'm very sad. He's. I don't think he's gonna make the playoff. No, uh, I don't think so. Danger. He'll crawl back some points. Oh yeah. Oh, because he be desperately wants to kill the beast, and to the point where he gets the town folks to go try and kill the beast. Well, and even on the good days, Lefeu's getting literally thrown around the tavern. Yeah. Yeah. People are losing teeth. All around him, yeah, constantly. He uh, is juggling furniture. Has very poor trigger safety with his firearms. <laughs> he's he's just shooting guns off indoors in enclosed spaces, and muskets too. Not even like rifled guns that you know where the bolts are going to go. He Buck did, shots everywhere. Do you think he does that thing uh, to Lafoe where he's like dance and then he fires one shot and then he had, takes him like ten seconds to reload? <laughs> Absolutely. And right? I think that if he doesn't keep dancing while he's reloading, he probably just shoots him and like, shoots just, him in the yeah. leg. <laughs> yeah. I told you to dance. Yeah, he uh, he he's incredibly dangerous. Being around him. You know, I just thought of we need to do Pretty Captain important. Hook. He straight up shoots a guy. It's true. Ooh. That guy who's yodeling while playing the accordion just is like he just casually murders him, which means uh, that's not the first life he's taken. No. He just casually <laughs> murders one of his own crew. Well, no, in the no. Hook movie too, he's got that boo box. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I had nightmares about that as a kid. Oh, dude, that was horrifying. Did we... you know that the uh, pirate they put in the boo box? That's Glenn Close. Really? Yeah, she she has a fake mustache on, and she's got cotton balls shoved in her cheeks there. But that's Glenn Close. She was just on set, and they were like, she just "Hey, want to be in a movie?" And she was like, "Absolutely." And so they, like, they made her into a dude, and then put her in the boo box. I, if people knew more about the character uh, that she plays from Damages, I would definitely put her in the worst oh, boss yeah. category because yeah, that is terrible. a terrible boss. <laughs> but I don't know if it's in the in the. Zeitgeist enough. No. Anyways, maybe if we have time, we can go through Captain Hook. That's fair. A- anyways, so uh, what are you guys prepared to give him? I'm prepared to give him my full points. I'll, I'd give him a two. Because he leads you into a fight with a beast where people get killed. Yeah. As Daphs has pointed out, his gun safety is terrible. Mm, yeah. He's a violent character. I'm small, fat, and slow. <laughs> Likely to get killed. Yeah. It seems like that a scene or a day does not go by that he's not involved in hurting someone or putting someone in harm's way. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's not actively killing his own people, like for instance, like Darth Vader has and that. Yeah. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're gonna give him a, a, a four for me. Four for you. I'm at a two. Two. I think I will also give a two. So a total, total of eight. Total of eight. So like, like dangerous, but not overtly dangerous. Dumbledore is a higher danger. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Batman also higher. <laughs> Cersei Lannister, Rick Sanchez, all scored higher. Along with Captain Kirk, also very dangerous. <laughs> Rick Sanchez Cronenberg, his entire family, and then just bailed. So I kind of feel like <laughs> that takes later. the cake. Yeah. You ever watch a Rick and Morty Bagsby? Yeah, yeah, I've seen, yeah. I've seen the, Good the whole the whole. Thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Robin Hood. Mm. Now there are lots of iterations of Robin Hood, so we'll just be probably drawing on all <laughs> and calling it canon because this is our show and we don't care. 
Do you care, Bagsby? I don't. I don't care at all. All right. I think so, it's a good way to do it. First up, misery. You're you're living in the woods, which may be your cup of tea, maybe not. But well, it, but let's also preference it by saying you're living in the woods in like the twelve or thirteen hundreds. Also in England. In England. So it's wet all the time. It's very damp and dreary. I was actually saying it as like a pro because it's not like that much worse than it would be to live in town. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's significantly worse because you're not going to be able to get dry. Like it, it's going to be raining. They probably build tree houses, right? I don't know. But they always they always like escape back into the wood, and they have like always hidden things. So like it wouldn't be a large enough treehouse that you couldn't hide. Yeah, that's true. So they're probably like living in tents. Yeah. So you're stealing lots of money, but you're living in abject poverty because you're giving it away to people who are somehow poorer than you even though you don't have a well, house well you know that they're probably on the side taking some for themselves I mean maybe little John for sure he's always drinking but uh, or Friar Tuck one of the two whatever Friar Tuck that's the one I think um, little John probably hit the sauce pretty oh, often I, imagine I guess to. they're all alcoholics <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean literally they're like hey let's go live out in the woods and uh, rob the royal uh trains as as they go by and (laughs) take the money i mean if you're only going to live to 35 anyways you might as well king john was a terrible king i mean so fun fact about king john uh he was called john lackland because he had no land (laughs) when he was younger because he had like three older brothers but then his dad was like okay you can go rule ireland i just conquered that so he goes over there, immediately loses the whole country because he was tugging on the Irishman's beards. <laughs> <laughs> Not the sharpest tool in the shed. No. So you're living in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wet. You don't have a lot of money. But it sounds like you probably wouldn't have a lot of money otherwise. Mm-hmm. I don't think your misery is that high compared to like what it would be. No, I mean you're living as a free man. You're hunting in the true. Lord's lands against his will. <laughs> yeah, your misery's not massive, but it's definitely not, you know, a walk in the park. Well, it's literally a walk in the park, <laughs> but all the time you can't live. <laughs> you literally are living in the park. Yeah. Hmm. Sherwood Forest. Um, I mean, I can see giving it a I mean, also you could be arrested and beheaded if you're caught. Uh so yeah. there's that aspect of it too. That there well, is, but yeah, but I I imagine when they go to the local pubs, if they're drop if they're name dropping, oh, yeah. they're probably getting lots of chicks. Me, <laughs> that only Robin Hood seems to be the one who has a, a fair maiden, whatever his name, Ma- Mary. Yeah, Maid the Marian. one Maid Marian. Well, yeah. Friar Tuck probably shouldn't be dating if he's really a friar. He Ooh, could I, be Episcopal. I just thought of something. He's a friar. He's probably making a lot of their alcohol. They might not be spending that much money on oh, it. Oh, that's right. He's probably brewing the mead somewhere in the forest. That's right. <laughs> he also might be uh, running a crooked church on the side. That is true. Getting those tithe money. <laughs> I think I can only really give give them maybe a, a two. Could you ever see Friar Tuck throwing a crucifix through somebody's heart? Absolutely. <laughs> no hesitation. I think he would do yeah, that. Yeah. Me too. That would be pretty badass. I would just I'd go see that movie if it was just Friar Tuck and it was just hit a prequel of Friar Tuck like taking it to the people. He's just sharpening the bottom of a crucifix and yeah, right. using it as a push blade. <laughs> You ever, you ever watch uh, King of the Hill? Um, how there's like always that 
Spanish TV show they watch where it's like the priest who's like basically an action hero. Mm-hmm. Who's I imagine it kind of like that, yeah. but like Friar Tuck instead. He doesn't have guns, but he like throws daggers and crucifixes and stuff. I, I would watch that for sure. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> so misery. Uh, yeah. I, anyway, I, I agree. I can't. I don't think I could give it much more because it's. I don't think it's significantly worse than just living anywhere yeah unless yeah. you're like maybe royalty they is probably better pretty happy yeah. i could one I was, I was thinking like half of a point really yeah okay yeah. let's meet in the middle we're gonna have to discuss these and at least yeah. somewhat agree mm. i will meet you at half point okay so one from us yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go two only because the whole thing that you're on the lamb and that's to, true like, you are on the lamb uh but again, you're a folk hero, though. Yeah. And so, uh, really, how, how good were the, the police? Like, it seems like... <laughs> Clearly not, not very good. Well, so you're running, the, but, like, really, that's hiding the bush while a guy the, walks by. Into the green wood. Mm. That's true. Mm. So you went... I'm gonna go two still. two. You did convince me. I'll go one. You just stick with your half? I, I'm sticking with half a point. So, three, three and, and a half. half. Again, not very good. Not very What's good. funny is our last group of uh, Cersei, Ron Burgundy, Rick Sanchez, and Tobias Fienke <laughs> scored shockingly well. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure how well this group is going to score. I so think awesome. Iron Man will score pretty high. Mm. Yeah, he's, Peter Pan has a shot. <laughs> he's, he's got a shot, too. <laughs> and we'll see. Hopefully we get to Captain Hook. Uh, okay. Inconsistency. You are living, I mean, your life is probably fairly inconsistent as, like, you're robbing uh, the rich for a living. (laughs) But is it consistently inconsistent in the sense that it's the same inconsistency day in, day out? I'm guessing not. I'm guessing it's totally different because I'm guessing you're having to move around the forest for parts of it. You're working nights a lot because you're out robbing the locals. Um... (laughs) You're gathering your berries or hunting or whatever. So, I don't know. I'm going to say it's somewhat inconsistent. I don't think it, it can't be. It can't be the same as like working in an office. <laughs> no. Well, I think a lot of it probably just depends on how much money you're stealing at the time, too. Because like you said, you know, probably hunting yeah. and gathering berries a lot when there's, you know, not a lot of noblemen. Especially if they're giving away town. their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's. I think it's inconsistent, not because Robin Hood is inconsistent, but because the very work he's doing is very inconsistent, which I think still counts, because he's still the boss. He's the guy who's like, hey, let's go out and live in the forest, (laughs) and like rob from the rich to give to the poor, and they're like, yeah, (laughs) and they followed him. (laughs) He's clearly very persuasive. His charisma's off the charts. Oh, for sure. (laughs) He's a natural 20 if he convinced a bunch of dudes to just go live in the woods. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd I be prepared to give him a 2 for me. Because I think it's inconsistent. I think that's fair, actually. I was, I was thinking 2 as mm. well. Should we combine for a 2 or should we each give a 2? Well, I think we should each give a 2. You do? Yeah. What are you going to give? I'm, I think you, I'm, I'm going to go pretty low on this. Go I don't low. think he's nearly as cons- inconsistent as, as as you guys feel. I was going to give him a a one. Ooh, 
then I definitely think we should stick with our twos. <laughs> we got to boost that number. Yeah, yeah. Just, those are rookie numbers. You got to <laughs> pump those up. Imagine if Michael Scott was the leader of that. Place. <laughs> Michael Scott got a seven and a half. That's <laughs> very fair, right? Yeah, yeah, because but he, yeah, but you're uh, like he's not. You're not living in the woods. Well, I like you said. It's part of it's your situation, but part of it's your boss. I think oh. Michael Scott, as the leader of uh, the, the Merry Men, yeah, the Merry Men would be, it'd be a tent. I think Travis. it'd be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it would be it, it'd be pandemonium. <laughs> this is a guy who trapped a bat on top of one that of the Dwight. person's Dwight head. Did that. Dwight did that. Well, and then he did hit somebody with his car, though. <laughs> hit the same one, the same lady with his car, and then they did a run support the rabbit five k. <laughs> Where they just ran 5K <laughs> away from the office. Okay. Just the worst. There's no need to relitigate Michael Scott. <laughs> Status. You are a married man. Yeah, I think I think you... You're a celebrity. You are a celebrity. You're also vilified amongst Ooh, amongst the, the nobles. So Ooh, that's true. I kind of feel like it's a little bit of a wash. I don't think it's like a huge... Status for very low status. So you're thinking like it's a two and a half. I, I'd give him a two and a half. Out of five. Can we agree on two and a half? Yeah, I think so. Total? Okay, think so another five. He's not doing good. No. Disappointment. Danger, he'll claw back some Yes, points. he will. You're being hunted. You're an outlaw. You could easily be, like, well, I'm guessing tortured. Yeah. If you get caught to, yeah. like, find out where uh, Robin is. I mean, I don't know if torture's on the docket for some of these other characters. But You're probably going to get rescued, but I think... After King the John, knowing that, is just going to crank the torture up real yeah. hard, real fast. <laughs> yeah. And the, the sheriff in Nottingham, he's probably not too, none too happy. And they're not shooting Nerf arrows at these guys. No. Like, you're getting shot at with real arrows at least once a week. I think it's, mm. I think it's full marks. Um, well, do you also combine, though, like, just the living conditions? Again, if you're living out in the woods, yeah, like, could, with no medicine, it's you're also drinking the 1300s. a lot. Yeah, you're not, like, I mean, Dad said you're probably not going to live past 35 anyway. On the like, upside, it's already really dangerous on the upside, to be alive. Everything you're eating is organic. Mm. That's true. And your boss is not wanting to kill you. <gasps> he might get you killed, but he's not Cersei who is killing everyone around She's her. killing her own people. Yeah. I think... Yeah, but in that instance, you're in a... Well, you're in a castle. She might kill you, but you're you're more protected, I think, than like hiding, literally hiding out in the woods. <laughs> okay, but if I had to name every single person who died and also worked for <laughs> Cersei Lannister, we would have a long podcast. <laughs> That's fair. I'm thinking I can give a four because you are always in heart danger, but at least you have a safe place you can remove yourself to i don't think you have that option in a lot of other but you're living out in the middle of nowhere i'm giving my full marks two and a half for me (laughs) i'd give i'd give the two i'd give i think i think that could be slightly worse but it's pretty bad i think day in day out your danger is pretty high so that's eight and a half Mm -hmm. all right well you did claw some points back there now we got some heavy hitters coming oh iron man misery you are pepper pots right or or happier some employee of his right yeah uh again you are you have a high paying job you never get to enjoy it though you're no. constantly demanded you have to be there i was back in call isn't that part of the job 
Yeah, but it's, it's a miserable right. job. Yeah, it's basically like being a butler. It's part of the job, except that he calls her when she's on vacation. Like, that's, that's definitely in one of the movies. And then, like, tells her to do all these things. And she's like, Tony, I'm on vacation. And he's like, what? I don't remember that. He doesn't <laughs> remember your birthday. She has to buy herself her own dress from him. Hmm. Like, he is this needy, like, single child who was given all this money. And he never learned to share or how to do anything. <laughs> well, he is know. a genius, though. Not that that excuses it. <laughs> no, I mean, he is a genius. But, even uh, still, okay. So you're always on call. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in. You're, you're you're constantly in danger. Not saying that that that's danger. That's not the same. But you're having to worry about your <laughs> well, surroundings you're, all you the time. Also, do have to worry about your boss getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> Which there's no, there's no job security at all. Most no. yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Wait, you were the head of security for uh, a guy who just got murdered? Yeah, good luck finding a new job. <laughs> right? Also, you can literally be replaced by an AI program like that Jarvis. he could create <laughs> yes. and just replace you. In an afternoon if he got really mad at you. <laughs> That's true. Although he doesn't seem to fire people. No. Well, well at because least he wants people. Because he wants to sleep with Power Pots. Well, he doesn't want to sleep with Happy. He keeps him around. That's true. Hmm, <laughs> Yeah. He's his only real friend. <laughs> so, so, so in six movies, we have one example of someone who he's not trying to have sex with and also employs. I'm not, I'm not saying his numbers are great. <laughs> 50-50. Um, yeah, that's true. Like, okay, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. He's my boss. He might call. I'm going to have to be on call. I'm basically his butler. So I don't get any free time. Doesn't take no for an answer. I get no shine either. No. Like, no shine. I'm not into that. I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want all the shine. There, there's a personality trait coming out for you. Um, I'm, what? Th- I'm thinking I can give three and a half. It's not three and a full, half. full misery, but I'm thinking three and a half. It's, it's the worst job and you can't leave. Because like It's not the worst job and you can't leave. It's a bad job. It's a, ba- it's a bad job, and you can't leave. And if you try to leave, he's just going to continue to call you and pester you and give you more money or things like that. But that it's not even about the money for most people there. They're just miserable while they're working. Even Happy. Happy's clearly loathing his job. Yeah. His life. Yeah, I mean, he does gain a lot of weight in between the movies. He's he probably does. stress eating. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you give it a three? Three and a half. Oh, three and a half. I, I think the only thing that's redeeming about the job probably is it's a pretty good paycheck. I'd give it a two, though. I think it's a pretty miserable job. Do you think Happy job. has a family? He just never sees. We don't know. He never gets a chance. Yeah, the fact that we do don't so. know is, is telling. <laughs> so would you give? I'd give a two. You give your full two. I, I have two and a half. I'm reserving half a point. I'm going to give one and a half. Because I, I think that that gives us, what, seven? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, because I give three and a half for us and three and a half for you. Oh, gotcha. Seven. Thanks. I'm, I think that's a fair score. All right, so moving on. Mm-hmm. Inconsistency. He's terribly inconsistent. He's incredibly inconsistent. <laughs> Let's talk about him leaving his cars in places <laughs> they shouldn't be alone. He just walks away. There's not even valet parking anywhere near him. <laughs> and he just drops the keys and walks away like it's a T-1000 
Tijuana rental. I like that of all the complaints you could have about him being inconsistent, the thing that you've chosen is the way that he parks his car. Somebody drives for a living. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're just like, there's no parking spaces here. So entitled. I'm, I'm just saying, if you think about it, Every single time that he has to like, jump out of a building or put on the Iron Man suit and fly away, that's a car that's just sitting somewhere. <laughs> the valet guy's like, it's 2 a.m., I want to go home. Where is this guy with this crazy car whose name I can't even pronounce? And, oh, no, he left long time ago, man. He's like in Sudan right now. I was also thinking about the, also car-related, the time he's like, oh, I'm going to drive the Formula One race car. And that one guy's like, like his... As like a professional race car driver, he has to get out of the car. Yeah, and then just Tony Stark just gets in it and just starts driving it. Well, yeah, because you can't tell Tony Stark no. That's no. the problem. He's like Richard Branson on steroids. <laughs> but there's no way he would know how to drive a Formula One sports car. Have you but, seen the inside of those things? Not at all what I imagined. Well, he does drive a highly technical, crazy suit. <laughs> That's true. I found out you're actually laying down looking past your toes when you drive those cars. That sounds horrifying. Yeah, that's why when the, what big accident, the guy lost his legs. That's why. It's because he's laying flat and it goes, takes him off. It's weird. And you're not even in a seat. It's a sled. So it's, it's very strange. So it's essentially like luging. Yes. <laughs> with a giant engine strapped to you. With a jet engine strapped to you. Ooh, jet luge. I'd totally watch that on oh. the Olympics. <laughs> would you watch the jet luge? I would definitely watch it. You'd have to watch it. It'd only be on once. <laughs> <laughs> that could be in our terrible small tiny town that we make. We could make that death sport would be the tiny the, the jet luge. And Germany takes gold posthumously. <laughs> yeah, right. Posthumously, right? Posthumous that. gold. Do you think there's ever been anybody that won posthumous gold? I don't know. They died in the attempt. That was amazing. Tens all the way across the board. <laughs> they just died. <laughs> all right. Sorry, moving on. <laughs> so consistency, right? He's super inconsistent. Yeah. He's also like, I am Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy inconsistent. Yeah, They're he, like he, coaching him on what to say. Just, just like, screw you guys. I'm going to do what I want. And he agrees to plans and then just bails the first chance he gets. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> He, he like spends his money very unwisely. Uh, could easily bankrupt the company on his harebrained schemes. The insurance alone for his, for his stuff must be through the roof. Yeah, goes to Congress, like makes a mockery of it. Also, let's not forget, literally anything around you in your day to day life could possibly be a weapon because he just makes them and then puts them down Oh, that's and like for, forgets about them or like, <laughs> Oh, don't touch that. That's a, uh, you pick up a fork. It's actually like a, uh, radiating, uh, <laughs> horrible radiation, yeah. nuclear powered something or other. And, and we're not even talking about, I call that the, the laser that... fork for self-defense at home. <laughs> 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 he, he employs robots, right? Like, not, not, not the Iron Man suit, but, like, those little robots in the very first movie who have, like, the fire extinguisher and stuff. Well, also, yeah. the suits themselves. Well, and the themselves. <laughs> but he's doing all this, like, beta testing just on himself in his garage while Pirate Potts is directly above him, and he's building <laughs> rockets. Let's yeah. also not forget he literally gives a high-powered suit to a 17-year-old boy. Also, yeah. <laughs> Go fight crime, kid. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I think it's it's it'd be awful. Like you just never know. Well, also like I mean we're kind of going into the danger territory here as well. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you just you absolutely have no idea when he's gonna call up, what he's gonna have you do. Also, it is inconsistent if your boss if your boss could just be killed at any moment. Yeah, job security, <laughs> like you were saying. I think I think the best moment that sums up Tony Stark though is when they bring Bruce Bruce Banner onto the flying airship and he goes. Oh, uh, yeah, I've read all your papers. I read them last night. And you're like, okay, so he's a genius. He's like, also, I'm a huge fan of you freaking out and turning into a giant green guy. (laughs) And then he goes, how do you stay calm? And then immediately zaps him (laughs) in the chest with some, just to see what happens. That is, that is 100% inconsistent. That is chaotic neutral. That's true. He's on a multi-billion dollar flying ship. That's basically one of their, like, only hopes. And he's, like, toying with the person who could literally kill all of them. Yeah. It took a god to stop. Yes. <laughs> right? Hmm. That's not good. Okay. Uh, I'm full marks all the way. What about you? Full marks. Uh, yep. So, f- perfect ten. Perfect. He's coming out of the gate hot. Has <laughs> anyone else gotten a perfect ten? Uh, Dumbledore and Captain Kirk have gotten uh, full marks, uh, along with Henry VIII. Oh, yeah, yeah. Henry VIII was very inconsistent. <laughs> yes. Darth Vader was close. He got a nine mm-hmm. for throwing the, the Emperor down a well of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> where, did, where did Rick Sanchez get? Uh, he got a six. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to remember why I thought that. Uh, because he was inconsistent, but he was... No, he was actually fairly consistent. Because he always was self-serving. Yeah, and but he's yeah, always going to yeah. do whatever is best for yeah. him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyways... Status. It depends on who you are. If you're Pepper Potts, you're probably getting the C. Everybody knows you're the real power behind the deal. And mm-hmm. you're super rich. If you're happy, you're not happy. No. <laughs> you're just like... You You have no life. Yeah. And you're some anonymous person. I think we're probably more comparable to happy. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> We're no uh, Pepper Potts. Yeah, I mean, and I'm certainly no Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> it's I would say it's comparable to being like the the number three man at Amazon. Nobody knows who no you one are. Has, no one has any idea. You know someone exists there, but we have for no the, idea for who the, that person for is. the common folk. For people in the industry, I'm sure they know who that guy and is. And they would know who Happy is, but no one else knows who Happy is. That's true. He's kind of the man behind the scenes. You're a rich, high-stress job. Yeah, people actually frequently give him a hard time in the movie, too. I also think, though, it, like you said earlier, we have six movies, and I think it's pretty telling that there's only two people that work for him. He owns this giant company, and we only actually know the names of two people that work under him, and both yeah. of them are, like, the highest position you could possibly be. Yeah. Other than that, he just makes robots, and they do all the important stuff, and then he's got probably... a a ton of lackeys at the lowest level doing whatever. Lackeys. Yeah. That's one of my favorite words. So I that s- and goons. <laughs> Hired goons. Goons is a good word. <laughs> I would, would you s- hire some goons if you were rich? Absolutely. Just to hang 100%. out with you. <laughs> well, maybe to hang out with me, but to do things for me, absolutely. 
Yeah, well, I mean, when I, if I was going someplace, I'd just hire some goons to just come with me. <laughs> like, really big. Like, yeah. walking on either side of I'd you. I'd be like, yeah. don't do anything, just be there. Like, when the when the boxers are walking in, they've always got, like, their entourage with them, and yeah. it's always, like, three guys that are bigger than them somehow. And I'm like, how is this even possible? <laughs> You're, like, a professional athlete whose job is to pummel people with your fists, and your friends are bigger than you. <laughs> I could I could see giving mm, maybe maybe two and a half to three for status. Who I would wait. I think the opposite. I'm going the, I'm going the wrong way. I'm thinking two and a half or one and a half somewhere around. So you there. think his status is high? I think his status is, is relatively high, but not everyone knows you. I don't think it's. I, th- I think you they, don't think it's puppy murder. No, <laughs> no. I think you're kind of in obscurity, but you're not. I'm thinking it's more like a general in the Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Par- like it's uh, comparable, mm-hmm. which I think we gave twos or something for that. Yeah. Um. So, so you're you're thinking a two? I'm thinking two. What are you about? I, I, I'd agree. With, I think it's fair. Like if you want to combine for the two, combine think, for a two. Yeah. All right. So four. Bad. Poor. Poor score. <laughs> All right. But this is where he really is going to claw some points back. <laughs> Danger. Again, horrible danger. <laughs> uh, Pepper Potts died? Almost died? Was in the process of dying at some point? I, I mean, it's... Well, uh, also basically everything he... He doesn't have any weapons that don't cause massive amounts of destruction. Yeah, no. The safest place he can put you is where he put Pepper Potts during that explosion, which he caused <laughs> by telling by telling the the evilest person he knew exactly where he lived <laughs> and when he would be home. He puts you inside of a weapon. <laughs> he just like puts the Iron Man suit around her to protect her. He's definitely the embodiment of the American uh, deterrent by like force. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I think I think he can get. About as close to full marks. You are always in harm's way from things he's creating and people who want to kill him. Yeah, I think he's full all the way. Yeah. I think he might be our most dangerous character <laughs> if you're his employee. I can't... I mean, obviously, Gandalf, you were literally going on a quest across a horrible wasteland. Yeah. And you were actively being hunted. But uh, you still have exams. <laughs> you still have, like, regular, like, weeks at school in between peppered in there. And this one, you really don't. <laughs> well, I also think, though, like, Gandalf, like, he's doing his absolute... He's a wizard. He's doing his best to keep you safe. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Tony Stark really cares Captain, that much about you. I think no. Captain Kirk is probably the comp for him. <laughs> about as close. Ooh, and man, then he gives Tony you a Tony Stark in charge of the Enterprise. <sighs> it would be very similar, actually. <laughs> He'd be trying to sleep with all the space ladies, mm-hmm. taking the ship through just like plasma storms. <laughs> just just changing course. <laughs> We're supposed to go here. I don't want to. Or they'd be like, change course by, to adjust by five degrees. He'd be like, stay ahead full. <laughs> In fact, increase the th- power. <laughs> Turn down initial dampeners. <laughs> Why? No gravity. I want to. <laughs> I want to I feel the bumps. <laughs> yeah, no gravity. <laughs> Turn on the red alert. Why? Uh, I think we need some strobe lights in here. <laughs> Can I just complain about that also for one second? Your ship's in trouble, you're in horrible danger, and your solution to, like, alert the crew is to darken the whole, like, the darken the lights 
and like have red lights flashing along with sirens and then expect people to perform at optimal <laughs> levels. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like going from bright lights to dark lights to bright lights to dark yeah, lights like, to really help like, your, what, your what if vision. you're asleep, Baxby, and I come into your room with a with a bullhorn <laughs> and, like, and like just start screaming at you and like flicking on and off the lights and then tell you to solve a complex math problem i mean if i was asleep it would actually probably be a little bit better than like gently like shaking me away because at least like my adrenaline would go and my mind would start working but in general i think it'd be very difficult to perform yeah, all, under that pressure yeah all i'm saying is is like that's the worst case scenario of like dealing with an emergency while we're talking about Enterprise, real fast, every console overheats and explodes onto you. <laughs> They're in space. They know gravity could be a problem. Why didn't they just invent airbags? That, like, if you were flying toward a console, it would airbag so you don't die. Or, like, like why wouldn't you build it to where if it's going to explode, it wouldn't explode up? Yes. <laughs> like, all the force is generating towards the person, right? <laughs> Like you're basically creating a like a funnel for all of the explosives <laughs> and oh. electricity to go kill the person nearby. Oh. At least if it went down, it would shock their legs or yeah. you know it would blow their face off. You don't need those in zero g. Your yeah. face you need in every. You g. could probably yeah. You can. The only thing you can't probably get prosthetic in Star Trek universe is a new head. Yeah. <laughs> Well, even then, most of your face, probably, like yeah. eyes, ears, <laughs> nose, yeah. Yeah, but you can't get a new brain. Well, no. Anyways. Um, so, full marks for danger? Yeah. Ten. A perfect score. <laughs> He's actually in a pretty good shape to... He's scoring fairly well. well he had perfect scores on, what, inconsistency, right? And danger. And danger. danger. Yeah. He's, That's he's pretty a, high. He's a contender. All right. Uh, next up. Peter Pan. Your thoughts? <laughs> Misery. They, oh. they seem pretty happy. Yeah. I mean, for kids who are pretending to eat. Didn't he kidnap <laughs> them? <laughs> Maybe that's why they're so happy. Maybe they're hallucinating. <laughs> they think they can fly and everyone's out to hurt What's them. What's really going on is they're all in a sanitarium. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very dark thought. <laughs> Very dark twist on Peter Pan. It's probably the most accurate version. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> misery. I mean, they seem to be. They seem pretty happy, time. honestly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I could give them a very high score. I, they all seem pretty happy. I think they miss their mothers, though, occasionally. There's, there's so they cry about that. Yeah. Um, so, for that, I mean, I have to give at least, you know, something. <laughs> I can't mm. give zero. Yeah, no, I wouldn't give zero, but I'd say I'd say miseries. I mean, their life is marginally better than mine at times, but not like I always figure like we're all probably at a one walking through life as far as danger and misery, inconsistency, things like that. At least in the first world. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'm imagining they're probably they're probably around a one, maybe a one point five. Hmm. I think I could only give I think I could only give a one, like, between the... Yeah, like... I would give, like, a half a one, point. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think... I mean, yeah, they miss their moms, but clearly it's not like, I miss my mom, I want to go home. Yeah. I mean, they're having a pretty they good time. They are they're literally immortal. traveling to other dimensions. Yeah. Flying around. Like, they don't seem that sad. So, are we... 
So we're giving a one. What are you giving? One and a half? Yeah, I'm going to give it one and a half. Okay. Uh, so that's two and a half for Misery. Inconsistency. Mm, he does literally fly away a lot. <laughs> like, he just leaves. Yeah, he said he'd be back to, to visit What's-Her-Face. and then Wendy. He's gone so long that a generation goes by, <laughs> and he mistakes her daughter for her. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, okay, so that's... She was a teenager, early teens, so add four years, and then maybe add 18 years more for Wendy. So yeah, somewhere around Are you there. talking about Hook? Are you talking about the... I'm talking about, yeah, in Hook. Yeah. yeah. In Hook, it's like he comes back and the... Yeah, and he literally abandons them all. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, I mean, like he was saying that he abandons Wendy for, like, he doesn't even care about what time he's coming back. Like, so long, he doesn't even realize that she's like grown old. into an old woman. Yeah. And then at the drop of a hat says, well, I don't care about those Lost Boys anymore. I guess I'm going to hang out with Wendy now. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I guess I will go back. I think technically his kids got kidnapped, but even so. Well, he didn't even know he was Peter Pan. He forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's that's... so inconsistent that he forgets who he is. I mean, that is just Hook, but <laughs> it's all canon, right? <laughs> so... if, if, if Robin Williams' is Peter Pan is not canon, I don't know what is. Oh, it totally is. <laughs> also, Dustin, Hop- Dustin Hoffman in that role. You know what's it's funny amazing. is I didn't realize it was Dustin Hoffman right? until like a couple years ago because he's right? got so much stuff on. Yeah. Yeah, I will say this. He even promises, and is an oath bond, that uh, he'll make it to his son's game, and then yeah. doesn't make Ooh, it to the game. He's a bad father. He's a terrible father. And now, he's missed every other game, so that is still consistent. <laughs> he's consistently you, a bad dad. But when you say you're going to do something for real this time, and then you don't, that's still pretty inconsistent. That's true. Hmm. Uh... Well, the leaving of the Lost Boys has to get some good points. Uh, he also, like I said, he also just literally is flying to London, just like randomly. Yeah. He's like, just leaves. I mean, who knows what goes on? Like, that's we only see a small part of the story. He might, like, leave and then, like, some of the Lost Boys got killed by Captain Hook. He's like, oh, I guess Noodles and Elmo are dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's also not forget he's, again, in Hook, because that's my favorite Peter Pan. Um, He's fighting Hook. He unarms Hook. And then he gives the sword back. And he lets him live. Can you imagine just in the middle of battle that your general (laughs) gets victory and goes, that was fun, let's do it again, right now. Let's start it again. you gave all the guns back and said restart. Take two. Forget those (laughs) lives we just lost. Right? This has been great. And and we know from the cartoon that he like Captain Hook is killing people. Oh yeah. It's not like it's not like it's everybody's still alive. He's literally shot one of his own crew. Mm-hmm. So he's le- and he's also leading well, this is in danger, but he's also leading a group of small boys <laughs> into battle against pirates. Yeah. Although, can we agree that that armor that they jump through the little screens and it falls Pretty onto them awesome. was the coolest thing ever? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I looked forever to see how they did that. There's a behind-the-scenes somewhere that's, like, so fun to watch. So, scores. Or do we need further discussion? Do people feel like you guys... I feel, I feel pretty good. Bags, beast ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. 
I think I can give him a 3.5 or a 4. I think I can't do full marks, but I think I can do a 4. What are you prepared to uh, give? Uh, of my 2.5, I'm prepared to give a 2. I'm going to give my full 2.5. So you're giving a 4, mm -hmm. you're a 2. That's 8.5 for inconsistency. So after starting off very poor in misery, he's clawed some points back for his inconsistent ways. Status. This is a tricky one. You're a lost boy. On the island, I don't think you're that big of a deal. Either way. No. I think nobody really knows who you are other think, than they don't like you because you're a lost boy. I think status is a, uh, a adult construct that yeah. they just shun completely. Yeah. Also, literally, nobody knows who you are because you've, like, left Earth. Like, your parents don't even know where you are. Yeah. I have to give my full marks, I think. Wait, you're saying that that's bad or good? Nobody knows who you are. Your status is, like, you have no status. So, full marks. Yeah. I would give, I'm going to, I think he deserves a lot of points for that because, literally, you are living at, like, completely obscurity. I guess nobody hates you, though. That's the thing. I kind of feel like if you're loathed, that is what gives you... Puppy murderer. The negative that we've kind of turned into a low number. Whereas if no one... I mean, most people don't know who I am. And the ones that do... Barely can't stand Hate me. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, think, uh, I think it could probably... So would we want to just give it a five? Like... We all agree it's a 5 out of 10. Because nobody knows who you are, but they don't hate you. They're not actively where, loathing you. Where it gets a little difficult for me, though, is that part of your status, though, is that you're part of like this close-knit group that has each other's back all the time. Ooh. And so it is like you know, no one really knows about you or cares about you except for the people that you're actually living and working with. Mm -hmm. And I think they probably have a significant uh, amount of... Pecking their... order? Oh, they do have a pecking order, too, yeah. I mean, look. Rufio, man, he worked Rufio. his way. He worked way at the top Rufio. after being fan left. So, right. well, he's the biggest one. That was easy. He's stronger than all of them. Uh, what was that fat kid that <laughs> turned into a bowling ball? He was probably bigger than Rufio. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Didn't they like literally roll him down a flight of <laughs> yeah, stairs? That, that... He put his like feet near his ears, and I was like, "How is that possible?" And then he just rolled. I can't do that. No, you know, I can I. Um. So we got we got to figure this out, guys. Status. I think I think five as a total is relatively fair, but I think the fact that like you've literally been removed from society and no one knows who you are, and the people who probably looked for you are long dead now. <laughs> as far as time goes, yeah. I mean their Actually, parents are gone. I didn't even think about that. Like, there's probably some of them who were born in like 1500, and now it's like. I don't know. It seems like it's like early 1900s. At least like one in, person's full life has gone past. Yeah, like you literally you're lost. Like nobody even knows who you are. Yeah. I feel like that deserves somewhat high marks. I think I, I mean a, a total whatever I have to give to get us to a total of about six, six and a half. Should we just agree? I think collectively, we agree on that. Yeah. we should all give a two. All right. <laughs> Six. Okay. Danger. I'm saying I think it's fairly dangerous. Yeah. You are being hunted, like actively hunted. Also, by wasn't the, the uh, Indian chief going to like burn them all at the stake? 
Yeah, <laughs> that uh, that super racially sensitive <laughs> portrayal of Native Americans. I forgot about that one. Um, yes, that was also in there. <laughs> oh, Di- oh, Disney, never change, or think you know, do. That was from 1956. Not that it's okay, but... In, in 56 just, it was. Though. Just to preface it. <laughs> but those people are probably dead now. So. Exactly. So joke's on them. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, with the obvious white people singing. Yeah, that the, the, there, oh, there's just so many things wrong with this. <laughs> Walt Disney. We could do Walt Disney on the Horrible Bosses list. Oh, he actually would he do, would do really, really well. well. He'd score full marks. Right, please write down Walt Disney. Also write down, um, what's the guy from the movie The Aviator? Oh, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. He might be one of the worst. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, but we still need to finish. We do. That's right. Peter Pan danger. You're going into battle a lot. You might be like, oh, we're going to kidnap pirates or whatever. But the pirates are trying to kill you. Like, yeah, you're yeah. going up, going to against lethal like guns and swords with like weird little like suction cup crossbows. It did also and... seem like the mermaids weren't too friendly either. No, yeah, they were like gonna drown Wendy. They were <laughs> they were friendly in the Hook movie, and not friendly in the cartoon. Yeah, it seemed like they were just gonna murder him. Yeah. Uh, they saved Peter, didn't they, in the Hook movie? They did. Yeah. In the, in the Hook movie, they did. Yeah. But in the cartoon... Well, but they love uh, Peter, but they basically hate everybody else. Yeah. Too. He's like their sex symbol. Yeah. He's their siren. He's a siren siren. Ooh. Whoa. If you could attain the status of being a siren siren, wow. <laughs> Use your powers for good. So are you telling me that if Odysseus had pulled out a saxophone... <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream right there. He started playing his own tune. Starts playing George Michael. <laughs> what do you think would have happened? <laughs> would the sirens have stopped singing? It, well, in, in shock listen. and awe, for sure. They would definitely listen. Whether they would go out to the boat and on the rocks, I don't know. <laughs> they, they they build a boat and crash it into rocks. Uh, I think Odysseus should be on the <laughs> worst boss's scale. Anyways, uh, we keep getting sidetracked. We do, um, which I love. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm prepared to give uh, three and a half to four for my side of things. I'm gonna give my full two and a half because I feel like it's still fairly dangerous. Your boss is leaving you alone, and without him around, they are definitely yeah. not capable. We forget that they're unsupervised fighters. children yeah. on an island for 80 years. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. there's dangerous things. Like, not even the pirates. And alligators. Like, yeah, alligators, plants that, like, sneeze on you or whatever. Like, yeah. it's kind of weird, but... I'm surprised Alice in Wonderland doesn't pop out there at some point in yeah. time. Yeah. I'm giving my full two and a half. You're I, giving four. I'll, I'll give it I'll give it two and a half. I'll give my full two. So and we two get a nine. Total so nine. he clawed some points back. Yep. Um, moving on, I definitely think we should just get a Captain Hook done since yep. we we're, we're here. It's right. like you know, we're nearby. Yeah. <laughs> we're adjacent to Captain Hook. Well, we've already covered a lot of the a lot issues of the, with the the, the island and all misery. That. There's literally only one job you could have. <laughs> yeah, and you have it. For life. Yeah. You could, like, living... Until he decides to kill you, or you get killed. 
Like, they don't seem to be able to sail away. No. They keep saying, uh, like, Shmi is always like, oh, let's put out to sea. Like, where are they, like, they're literally in, like, a floating cloud. Yeah. What if they just going to go around the backside of the island? There's nowhere for them to go. You're working the one job that you actually can work. There's no hygiene, clearly, <laughs> at all, anywhere. And you're working for a madman. And there's no hope of promotion. No. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe someone gets killed because that's a pretty likely scenario. Maybe Smee gets killed. You could become. How is Shmi first mate? Also, who's like I'd be. I'd be miserable just knowing that my boss was an incompetent moron because he's chosen one of the stupidest people to be. Okay, but of the three things that pirates care about, how many can you actually get? You can't. You could probably. There's gold somewhere. That he seems to be obsessed with treasure and thinking there's gold. Yes. Um, so they care about gold. Mm-hmm. They doesn't seem to be any liquor. They I it, they care about liquor. Mm-hmm. What's the other thing they care about? And there's no women in sight. Well, the mermaids, but... There's mermaids who will kill you. <laughs> who will just straight up kill you if you're not Peter Pan. Yeah, that's true. It, it would be a relatively miserable, monotonous life so in an, a... It's probably just a ship full of like homosexuals at this point. Because they've just... Misery would be a lot less then. <laughs> but in this pocket universe, time does not move anywhere. And they're all just locked in this perpetual middle age. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's true. They're not aging. I forgot about that. Yeah. You, ne- you stop aging. Ugh. Which, on the plus side, if you were a homosexual, would give you a time for a very long and healthy relationship <laughs> with your partner. Oh. Well, could you, could you, <laughs> Absolutely. But what about, like, all the, the diseases that we get from, like, scurvy and all that? Oh, yeah. Like, they're probably living with that, too. They're yeah, probably passing horrible. around lots of diseases. Yeah. <laughs> you have scurvy and rickets, and you're just yeah. never going to get better. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to keep bringing up the boo box, but really, is that like the most awful like punishment? I, that, when I watched that movie, it freaked me out. Yeah, it's it's, it's common, terrible. a common it's, punishment. Yeah, it, it, I think I think you're hitting on a really great point because earlier we had talked about how I thought working for Gordon Ramsay would be the worst because even if he hates not, Gordon Ramsay so much, <laughs> I, I like him when he's on his own and doing his cooking show, but when he's in the Hell's Kitchen Gordon Ramsay universe, it's the worst. Um, he wants to give him. He wanted to give him tens on everything. Not everything, but a lot of things. Um, but yeah. So so. Anyways, but like, even if I'm not being personally berated, the fact that like someone next to me is having the worst day of their life or worst day of their week or whatever would right make now, you miserable. Would also yeah. make me miserable because right. I know that could be me at any moment. That's shared misery. I'm thinking that mm. these pirates probably have lots of shared misery. I'd be willing to give them. I mean, not slavery numbers, but pretty high numbers. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. I can't... I can't top Willy Wonka. No. But it's pretty close because you can't leave. Yeah. There's no other... There's no gainful employment to be had. No. You're on a ship. You're also, like, you're next to, like, a really pretty island. You have to live on the ship. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why can't they just make their own Tortuga? Nope, he won't allow it. Won't allow it. Um, so yeah. I I actually am gonna give my full marks. I I was gonna get uh, so full five marks from us yeah. and you give a what? Four and a I'm half? gonna give a four. Four. So nine. So he's coming out of the gate hot. Hot. Inconsistency. Oh, incredibly inconsistent. Really? I actually yeah. don't think he's that inconsistent. 
He wants to kill Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why he's here. Mm -hmm. He's like obsessed with that. He'll shoot his own people if they're annoying him. If they're annoying him. In the Hook movie, he puts a gun to his head and is going to commit suicide, which sounds like not for the first time. And then oh, yeah, when true. Shmi rustles it away, he's like, why would you do that? <laughs> like He's like, don't try to stop me, Shmi. I'm going to do it, Shmi. Don't you dare try to stop me. Shmi, I'm holding a gun to my head. What are you doing? Stop me. I'm trying to commit... Like, he's, he's all over the place. The guy cannot keep a straight That's true. Thought. Although, like... Again, like 30 years from now, we're going to look back on that <laughs> once we've like actually stopped stigmatizing uh, mental illness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we'll be like, that's terrible. And they wrote that into the movie for laughs. Yeah, yep. <laughs> this guy's trying to commit suicide. He's horribly depressed. Mm -hmm. And it's just a big, he just like a joke to everybody. Mm -hmm. How dare you? How dare you, Disney? <laughs> Well, we already went over the whole <laughs> native scene, so I don't think they care that much about stigmatizing. That's true. Everybody's this. getting theirs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least they're equal, you know. It's yeah. <laughs> sharing around. Okay, but yeah, so he he he's inconsistent in the sense that he hurts his own men. He can't make up his own mind about things he wants to do, and then he has Peter Pan in the movie Hook right there. He can defeat him. Easily, he could just stab him. He could push him overboard. He could do anything he wants to him. And instead, he lets him go, and prepare for a war, for a fair fight, in three days. Can you imagine being one of those pirates stuck in perpetuity at middle age, unclean, and finally you have the moment that's going to give you the sweet release of death, or at least out to sea? And he's like, "Not of a fair fight. I'm gonna let this guy go, even though I have him like right here." At my mercy. And then we'll fight him again and risk all our lives. <laughs> and if I get annoyed with one of you, I'll definitely yeah. kill you. In the meantime, <laughs> I'll kill one of you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Just to, like, uh, get my bloodlust out. Yeah. Hmm. Because we forget. They're watching that, like, baseball game in Hook. And the guy steals a base. And he shoots he just, him. Like, what? That's consistent through all, both movies, too, because he kills somebody in that other movie. Yeah. Just when he's slightly annoyed. You slightly annoy him, unless you're Shmi and you're basically invaluable because you're a butler. He's not even attempting to kill that one guy in the hook. <laughs> Peter Pan pulls out his checkbook, and the guy shoots through the checkbook, and everyone looks, and the guy who's just sitting on the edge of the boat gets shot and falls backward into the water. He's yeah. an innocent bystander. That His... boob, Glenn Close in that boo box is definitely dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. His trigger... Trigger finger. Trigger is just everywhere. Well, yeah, you're right. He's super... He's, like, gonna kill himself. He kills members of his own crew. Here's the other thing that just I also just thought of. is because you're stuck on that island... The chain of command, the true meritocracy, has broken down. Mm -hmm. Because you're not actually going out to sea or really doing anything. You're just stagnant. So, literally, the most incompetent person has risen to first mate status. Because you gotta know that uh, Shmi was not the original first mate. There's no, no possible way that yeah. he could have been that role. He basically just inherited it because the first three guys got killed because they were like, this is stupid. We need to get out of here. So, full marks from me. Yeah. I'm still just a little... Just because 
it all is in the name of one singular goal, and that is the glory. I mean, you did talk about how he had the opportunity, but that wasn't Peter Pan. That was his whole point, mm-hmm. is that when he came back as, you know, Peter the accountant or whatever, I don't even remember what his job was, it, it wasn't like, I can't defeat Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a little bit apprehensive to give him full marks. I'd give him a two for sure, but I don't know if I'd want so to have four and a half for us. Um, I'm going to say... He literally kills his own crew just randomly. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give full marks for me only because I wanted to give full marks for Vader. And Vader didn't kill nearly as many people. <laughs> just accidentally. <laughs> so nine and a nine half. Nine and a half. He is coming out super hot. Yeah. He is, he is all over this. He wants this. He wants this. Okay. Uh... Status again. No one really knows who you are. But on the island, like everybody you. hates you. Yeah, the mermaids hate you. It seems the Lost Boys clearly don't like the pirates. Mm-hmm. I don't think the pirates even like each other. The fairies no. don't like them. The Indian tribe that's living there clearly doesn't like them. Yeah, I don't think it's it's drastically different from the world. Especially Lost after Boys. he kidnaps their princess. Yeah. Crocodile, that he doesn't like you. He doesn't no. like him either. Everybody hates them. Yeah. Uh, I can't give full puppy murder remarks, but I'm gonna. I think that it has to be. It's still high marks. What are you giving? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give a four. Four. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If puppy murderer is ten, <laughs> this is definitely a step below that. So I'd, I'd give it a two. Two. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give my full two and a half still. So that's a nine. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Ooh. Whoa. This could be a record-breaking this, 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 It might very well be. This is the worst job in Disney history. <laughs> Rennick's actually working for Disney himself. Again, danger. Crazy high. Yeah. He kills his own men. You're on not, accident. On accident. And on purpose. And on purpose. And with extreme casualty about it. Like, he's so casual about it. He's so, like, it's just like it's an everyday occurrence for him to just shoot one of his own dudes. You're not safe on the ship. You're not safe off the ship. You're in the water. You're getting eaten by crocodiles or killed by the sirens. And everybody hates you. And everybody hates you. Oh, man. It's a full 10. It's a full 10. It has to be a full 10. You're constantly (laughs) going to war. That's all you're good for is cannon fodder and killing children. Well... That's also awful. Like, literally, your job there is to kill children. Well, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I, th- I think eventually, given enough years, you would just crave it, though. Because you, 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 you want to just you, get you out? You would become sick, Wait. and you would just do anything to make it end. If you're a children murderer, then you have to get a 10 for your status. status. That can't be... Like, you literally are out to kill a small boy. I can't give this... Le- we can't give this less than we gave Cruella de Vil. Puppy, if puppy murderer is a 10, then... Hunting small okay, boys down to but, murder them, but you're really only hunting Peter Pan, which Who is, is like probably a teenager. He's like the most punchable teenager of all time, though. <laughs> he is, and he can kind of defend himself. Puppies can't. Yeah, but yeah. you're still killing small children. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Your sole job is to hunt down and kill a teenage boy and his cohorts. I got this, but you're not killing a hundred and one of them. Ooh. <laughs> That's, there's 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 a difference there. What's mm. worse, a hundred and one puppies <laughs> or one extremely irritating teenage boy? Could we agree to bump him up a point to nine point five? Yeah, eight point five. Yeah, I can, I, I can go a point up. I'm just saying he deserves more than an eight point five. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna Google uh, what killing one teenager will get you in years in Washington versus 101 puppies, and then we'll see how long it takes the authorities to track this search. There's just an immediate knock on the door. FBI, open up. You have to put brackets in for school or for for a project. Right. All right. So you guys talk amongst yourselves. I have right. to tabulate. Um, we had some heavy hitters come out and. Yeah. Uh, show up today so mm-hmm. you guys talk amongst yourselves um about the characters etc etc i will contabulate well, and we will return my well, i won't return my biggest question is do you think that a, a tony stark or captain hook that was more dangerous to work for because i think that's where it gets close they both got full marks for danger but which mm-hmm. one do you actually think would be more dangerous to work for i think that you'd be more dangerous to work for captain hook only because if you work for tony stark like, War Machine, that one guy, he gets a thing. I'm sure Happy probably has an emergency blanket, bracelet that puts a giant, you know, shield around him or something. I mean, Pepper Potts survived two movies before she almost got killed. Mm-hmm. So, although she almost got killed in the first one, actually. So, no, I take that back. It's <laughs> it's actually pretty even. I don't yeah. think that Iron Man would actually want you to get killed. I though. think that is no. the difference. And yeah. Captain Hook could care less. Yeah. Iron Man will fly across the world to help stop you from being killed. Captain Hook won't even rest his finger off the guard <laughs> of, of the pistol. He just puts it right on the trigger for, you know, anyone to see. He doesn't also even look past what he's shooting to see no, behind it. He no. really doesn't care. Okay. Down guys, range does not exist for Are him. you guys ready? Yeah. Should I go from lowest to highest score? Uh, you should go in order. Okay. So in order, Gaston. Mm-hmm. He scored a 21. Not very good. No, that's pretty he bad. He is a good boss, as I have said <laughs> numerous times. It's my boy Gaston getting the recognition he deserves. Yeah, I mean, who else is going to take Lafoe in? He's clearly a loser. <laughs> uh, so he scores 21, which means he's probably not eligible for the playoffs. Yeah. No. Sadly, I think we're setting that mark at what, a little, the, the Batman kind of ratio? Yeah, yeah which was uh, 23 or 24. Uh, yeah, 23. Uh, next up, Robin Hood. S- slightly better at a 22. Uh, just not inconsistent. He just wasn't inconsistent. You're, you're not that miserable. You're living out in the woods, but... You eh. could still be happy when you're not in immediate danger. Yeah. And, like, it sounds like it's a pretty crappy time to be alive. So this is just kind of <laughs> taking your life. Like, you're just taking back the power from the man. Yeah. Uh, next up. Iron Man. He cracked the 30 barrier. He did. He got 31. He set a new record. That is the new record. We have Uh, a new leader. Previously, it was uh, Rick Sanchez at Mm 29.5. So we have gotten something great out of this. Uh, We had a record-breaking performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iron Man, you are a terrible boss. (laughs) You're horribly inconsistent. You put everyone in danger. And uh, nobody, you don't even get any shine off of it. No. Nobody knows who you are. Terrible. Um, Peter Pan. He scored well. Uh, 26. <laughs> Not super miserable, but definitely inconsistent and dangerous. Yeah. Um, like most teenagers. Yeah. Like most teenagers. I feel like most jobs, if you just had like a teenager that didn't really care about the job, like as your boss, it would be pretty comparable to being a lost boy, though. And yet we still put them behind the wheels to deliver our pizzas. Absolutely. Oh. That makes me want a pizza. 
And last but not least, our current leader, a record-breaking score if I've ever seen it. Captain Hook. 38. Wow. <laughs> By far and away, the worst boss we have ever met. 38. He's higher than every other person. The next closest is Iron Man at 31. He is seven wow. points higher. And the max is 40. The max is 40 points. He's only yeah. two points away. He's wow. only two points away from a perfect score. Uh, he scored just shy of... Uh, uh, perfect score because he's not it's not total slavery yeah <laughs> so suck it up in Palumbas. people have it worse <laughs> um, is uh, he he scored 9.5s on status and inconsistency although I did add I basically got him another point by like going back but I feel very strongly that that is the right call yeah because you are hunting and trying to kill a small boy yeah, yeah. You, can, you can feel vindicated by yeah. that choice um so he is he's definitely gonna be our one seed unless somebody else comes across uh I mean although you, we did come up with some good other alternatives in Walt Disney Howard Hughes and Odysseus <laughs> although I kind of feel like anybody who actually existed who was like that who would beat that score would be in jail like <laughs> yeah. Hannibal Lecter or something like that or like, was like a notor like like a notorious crazy emperor or king or right. something like that yeah. Caligula or yeah. Uh, yeah. Nero or Nero or Hitler are gonna be the, the ones on here uh, so when I was in Italy I actually just found out that it's called the Colosseum because it was next to the Colossus which was basically a giant statue Nero had built of himself that really? was 35 meters high. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy high. I know. And eventually they, like, knocked it down or something. It just, like, goes out of, like, people stop talking about it, and they just assume that they're just like, screw Nero. <laughs> screw that guy. And they just, like, destroyed it. <laughs> Man. Anyways... We should definitely do Nero as well. Mm -hmm. He literally murdered his own mother. That's got to get you some good points. Wasn't bad. he the one that made the horse the senator? Yes. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a prime candidate he to is. score highly. He is. Okay. Well, this has been a really long episode. We are an hour and a half in. Wow. But I think it was worth it. Yeah. Well, and it looks like... Uh... Your ankle bracelet is chirping, which means the authorities can't be far behind. So we'll get you back to Atlanta. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much to, for joining to us. To Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta stay hip. That's what the kids are calling it. Hotlanta. Hot yeah. Lanta. It just, yeah, totally. Um, well, we will see you next time. I'm Rick. I'm Daphs. And I'm Bagsby. That's right. Have a good one. Jones. Oh, his very good friend, Davy Jones.